Here's what's coming up on today's show. It's different than being informed. We just don't want you to be misinformed and put too much weight, too much emphasis on those where it starts to deteriorate the quality of your life on a daily basis. Let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Your Retirement Elevated. Hey, it's another edition of Your Retirement Elevated. Walter here alongside Scott Dugan, co-founder, managing partner at Elevated Retirement Group, based in the Kansas City metro area, but with clients all across the country. You can find us on listentoscott.com. And today we're going to be talking about what's in your control, what's outside of your control. How does that influence your decision-making in your financial life? Going to be a great discussion today. Scott, good to be with you. What's going on in your world? Well, we're excited to be and talk about the topic for today's show. Uh, we are in fall, which means cooler weather, uh, lower humidity. So that's a good thing. In yeah, my book. no, it's always a good thing. Uh, Connie made butternut squash soup last night. Home homemade, like you know, cut the squash up, mashed it, baked it, did all the stuff, mixed it with the cream, all that good stuff. Sourdough bread to dip in there. Oh, I was like, this is fall in a bowl in a bowl of soup. This is. <laughs> It was so good. Everyone is visualizing this and possibly salivating now that you've talked about it. It, it may or not, may not. It's not exactly lunchtime as we record the show today, but it mm. might as well be, Scott. You know? Yes, it is. <laughs> it is. In some time zone, it is lunchtime. It, that's now. right. Yeah, you've heard it's five o'clock somewhere. Well, it's noon somewhere as well. So exactly. That's, exactly. It's, that's that's more appropriate for me, anyways. So. Definitely. You know, in today's show episode, we're going to talk about you know things that you know mentally. Uh, especially things that are going on inside of our brain, uh, you know, especially with the craziness that's going on today. Markets are kind of, if you think big picture, let's come back up and say kind of big picture right now in you know, the economy, the markets are kind of going haywire. Inflation is surging. Geopolitical warfare is holding strong. And it might feel as everything is out of our control. Now, however, rest assured in relation to your financial well-being, there are aspects that you are definitely still in control of. And we're going to focus on what you can control, what you can't control to give you a, men- a mental framework. Again, it always talks about making, we always talk about making good, sound financial decisions that are truly in your best interest. And for the most part, those are done with facts and logic, not emotions, myths, misconceptions, and misinformation. Hmm, I like that. And I feel like I'm, I'm interested to learn your opinion on this, Scott, as we go through the show as well. Like, we know there are things we can't control. We know there are things that we can control. But does that mean we just ignore the things that we can't control? Or do we still need to be paying attention to them, understanding them and trying to learn from them? Well, I think that you want to be informed. And I think the first thing to talk about, you know, and I, I talk about this a lot, but when you think about things that are out of your control. Some of those things are the news. All right. So what the news reports or the media reports, that's out of your control. I think first we have to step back and realize that the job of a news station or a news channel, their job is to get you to pay attention. And the longer they can keep your eyeballs and your ears tuned in to their message, the more you're going to be exposed to the marketing, the advertisements. Remember that that's what the shows are for is to gather an audience to deliver information, 
But in between those bits of information, that's where ad dollars are spent by big companies to grab wallet share. If they can get your eyeballs, your ears tuned in and you watch a whole episode, again, they're trying to keep you hooked in there so you can continue to come back. But again, it's about ad revenue is the name of the game in most media outlets. And that's that's what they're trying to do is pay attention. And the crazier the story, you know, the uh, the more attention clickbaity that it is, uh, the more people you might get eyeballs on it. That's interesting to hear, Scott. So can we talk about some specifics and examples of what are the things? I mean, I guess that's maybe a good place to start, right? Like what's in my control and then what's out of my con- control? If we identify those items, then we know what to be paying attention to and what we can let go of a little bit. Absolutely. So things that are out of our hands. Now, understanding what you can confidently keep in your wheelhouse first and foremost definitely begins with recognizing what you have zero control over. And so out of our hands, that includes the markets, the economy, inflation, interest rates, volatility, and elections, just to name a few. All of these things continue on regardless of what you do or don't do. And there is no way for you to change their outcome. Now, yes, we can have our voice heard. We can vote. We can do those things. But let's face it, as an individual or as a couple, we have zero sway over the things we just talked about. And so we definitely want to understand, you know, what's going on. Are, are you saying really... it's rare that I uh, I try to influence elections, Scott? Is that uh, I thought I thought I could control? No, I'm just kidding. I'm, just... <laughs> I'm not going down that well, road. I'm just doing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and I can tell you the amount of mail and text messages that I'm receiving, you know, heading up to oh, November eighth is just yeah. unbelievable. I will thing. say the spam filter in the texting has been working pretty good this year. It's 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 got a good track record so far. It's been it's been capturing most of those things, which has been nice. Your service is much better than mine because I just <laughs> they're all getting know, through. Depend, depending on what mood I'm in, it's either stop or some other other little note that I send nice. back. Nice, <laughs> even though it's going to a system. But, uh, but yeah, so th- those things that we just talked about out of your control. So think about inside the circle versus outside the circle. So those outside the circle again, you know, we talked about corporate earnings are one. What the Federal Reserve is doing, drawdowns in the market, you know, we, we just can't control those. What we can control is our reaction to them. And that's really true of most things in life. And what, I, what I've learned and been taught, uh, luckily by some people much smarter than me, is it's usually not what happens to us in life. It's how we respond to that and how we internalize it. And that's held true for me, uh, especially in my later years as I'm more mature and less emotional about certain things. I know that these things are out of my control. I just need to embrace the fact that I, I really don't have any influence over them. So if I cannot personally influence them with my energy, you know, with my uh, abilities, well, then we just need to put those on a shelf and say, okay, if I can't change them, why do I need to let them take real estate up in my mind? You know, because if I can't do it. So again, it's different than being informed. We just don't want you to be misinformed and put too much weight, too much emphasis on those where it starts to deteriorate the quality of your life on a daily basis. 
Uh, it's really interesting to kind of hear that, Scott, because uh, so much of the time I think we do spend worrying about and trying to co- control these things that are outside of that circle that you're sort of imagining for us. Mm. What else falls in that umbrella of where we should focus, the in my control? So if that inside the circle, uh, those are things like you can control your media consumption. Okay, uh, so we can't can- control the news, but we can control how we consume it. Correct. You know, we can control the station we turn on, whether it's the TV, you know, the internet, the radio, social media. We can control the consumption of what we're looking at. And maybe that's even just controlling the amount of time we dedicate to it, right? Yes. As as important as the sources, how much time we're giving it in our mental space. We all know we've either driving or walking around, you know, the amount of people that are on their phones driving – or the people, like we've got a beautiful park right next to our office, a huge walking trail and these you know, large ponds. And there's people everywhere. And I would say one third of those people are walking that trail with their nose in their cell phone. Yeah, yeah. And it's I, just like, I'm not even up. on my phone a ton. And I've walked into a wall or a, a pole or something before looking at my phone. I've done it. I'm in that camp. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not afraid to admit it. Yeah, it, it, so it's it's everywhere. So, it, and that's why I think some of the anxiety that people have is this is the, really the first time in history that we've got information delivered to the palm of your hand and a little device that goes in your pocket, and it's with you almost all of your waking hours. Yeah, and the customization at which things can be delivered to that device because of your preferences, what you've searched for. A lot of those things are tailored, you know, to you and those messages. So they're very influential. Uh, and again, it, we just need to understand how much is that affecting us. All right. And especially if we're in a midterm election cycle, you know, the, the rhetoric is being bounced around and it's like, oh, if you, you vote for them, this is what's going to happen. And they go, well, if you vote for them, this is, re- it's going to be really bad. You know, and I guess say I've been through a lot of election cycles in my short time of you know two plus decades in this business. It's a lot of the same messaging because here's the questions that I get quite a bit. You know, running up to this it says, "Well, I heard if such and such party gets into power that they're going to you know get rid of our Social Security or our Medicare." I'm like, well, I don't know if that's accurate. I will tell you, I've heard that every election cycle since I've been paying attention. And it just depends on who's in power or not. Uh, and again, not being political about it, that's just a tactic to get people to that. And if you look at the ads, which I don't watch TV and don't watch commercials and I don't read the junk mail that comes in, but if you just take a peek at those, there's not a long list of all the positive things someone's going to do if they get elected. It's usually a long list of why yeah. you should run away from this person because they're awful, you know, just battling it out. So that consumption, I'll, I'll get off my soapbox, that consumption, we have control of that. It's just interesting because we don't even realize how our lives have been changed so dramatically by cell phones and this access, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, real, real quick story for you. Uh, was on vacation in uh, Colorado recently and we were doing this epic hike, my wife and I, and there were only like, we saw maybe two other people on this six and a half mile hike. So we're truly alone to this beautiful mountain lake. 
And as we were going through the hike, I, you know, I always carry my phone with me to take pictures. And in the past, that's never been a bad thing because you don't usually get signal in those locations. And so mm-hmm. you still get the disconnected feel, even though you have your phone sitting there on your hip, just because I'm using it for pictures. But it was so funny. We were getting close to the lake and we were taking all these great pictures. And as I was taking one of the pictures, something popped up like a notification. And I was like, oh my God, I get signal out here in the middle of nowhere. What in the world? This is wild. <laughs> and I couldn't help it because it, the, it popped up and I checked it and I looked and it was a news update about a shooting that uh, kind of hit close to home for us because it was near an old neighborhood that we used to live in. And we actually um, sort of tangentially knew one of the victims and I won't go down that uh, that whole story or rabbit hole, but we'd been following the story. And so now here I am in the middle of nowhere, Scott, and we'd been having conversations about butterflies and rainbows the whole hike, right? Like very positive, very, you know, just, just a, a nice mental break for us both on vacation. And I get this, and here you go. You get you get a little news update, again, because it was tailored to you. Here's mm-hmm. a little update, a little nugget. And now we're finishing this beautiful hike talking about gun control and politics and violence in the world. And, like, <laughs> we're talking about all this, you know, very negative-focused stuff. And it's like, you know, if this device didn't exist, we wouldn't be talking about this stuff on this hike. It, it influenced our conversation and our mindset and our enjoyment of this hike. It's just one small little minor example, but day after day after day, it's mm-hmm. it makes you think about this stuff: what you can control and what you can't control. So it so so true, and it, and you know, it may seem like the world is a much more chaotic place, and I think it's more to do with the fact that it it's funneled right to us. Yes, so we're hearing about things that are happening all over the world. You know, back in if you just go back, you know, thirty. 40 years in my lifetime and I grew up in a town where the newspaper came out once a week. All right. So, and it was a handful of pages and one of the spotlights in that paper was that the woman that would go around and interview, you know, so at one time, you know, my family was in the, in the newspaper because we went over to my grandmother's for Sunday dinner. And so all she did was call around, you know, people and check, Hey, so what happened to your house? And, you know, we made it in the newspaper. That was news back then. Yeah. You know, and the, the big thing I remember the big technological advancement is that you turn on the local channel and I knew where it was downtown and next to the liquor store, uh, they had, in fact, there was a, almost like a merry-go-round or, you know, a little thing that spun around and it had a camera, stationary cameras, black and white. And so this thing would rotate. It had a clock, you know, with, with had a second hand. So it was just a regular clock, 12, you know, 12 numbers and a, and a hands. And so you just sit on the channel and it would go around and, oh, it's six o'clock. You know, you wait a little bit longer. Oh, there's the temperature. You know, it is, it's just this little circ, this little thing that went round and round from, you know, eight o'clock at night to whenever in the morning. I mean, that was a useful thing. Yeah. 40 years ago to get information. Now we're, we're bombarded with information. I, I call it chaos funneled. It's just chaos, like a laser pointed at us every day. So instead of chaos just happening randomly across the world, it gets funneled straight to us. And yeah. it's a different and world it, to live in. You know? it, it is. And I can tell you there's a lot of similarities uh, with my journey of taking steps to make sure that I'm as healthy as possible you know, and we've talked a little bit about it, and I, you've done the same thing. Once I started paying attention and was aware of 
what I was consuming on a consistent basis from a nutritional standpoint, what effect it was having on me. And I started to pick up signals of things that triggered certain activities or certain behaviors. I started to understand the, the things that would get me off course, you know, to make a quote, poor decision with my nutrition. And the same thing with making sure that what you're putting into your body from a nutritional standpoint, there's a cause and effect to that. You know, if you put in too much stuff, guess what? You gain weight. You know, if you put in the right things, your, your body thrives, you know, it, it becomes healthier, leaner, all those things. Well, the mind is the same way. We, we've got to make sure that the diet that we're feeding our mind, the amount of input that we're feeding their mind, we're putting in the right stuff. And, you know, turning on the, the television at, you know, at 5 a.m. or letting it run and the, you know, 16 talking heads talking all over each other. Is that the best thing to prime our minds? I'm going to tell you it's probably not. That's what I wake up. I don't look at my phone. I don't read email. You know, I, I read a, an actual book that's with paper and ink. And that's how I spend the first part of my day is reading. And sometimes I've, I'll sit down. I've got what's called a thinking journal. And I sit down and I write and I ask myself questions about things that I'm trying to solve, things I'm trying to improve. But that is the way I'm choosing to spend my morning because that's in my control and it primes my mind throughout the for the ready for the day to make those good decisions. So if we can understand the input that we're putting in, make sure that's solid and good information. And then we have to understand, hey, if we've got a financial plan and the next thing we have, if we've got a good solid plan put together that says, all right, this plan will deliver the income that we need to live our lifestyle. We've got the proper allocation, meaning the stuff we have in our portfolio. Is it over time going to do the job and help deliver the income that we need? Yes. Are we monitoring our expenses? Are we making sure those are in check? Are we minimizing taxes to the best of our ability? Those are in our control. You know, are we embracing the things that we can have control over? Are we ensuring some of the things that we have zero control over? And are we just letting go of the things that we have no way that we could actually push them in one direction or another? So again, it all comes down to our behavior, our reaction to those things. I can tell you if, if looking at those things that are in your control, if you could focus on those, you're probably going to be a lot happier. And I can tell you this for empirical data, I can tell how a meeting starts with someone of what their input is, what they're, what they're consuming on a regular basis by the conversations that we have. And luckily a vast majority of those conversations are, you know, positive. Now in today's world, rightfully so people are nervous. Uh, people are, don't like uncertainty they know they want things to be better. And what I always remind people is that we put a plan together that will work in good times and bad. And at times we're going to be right on track. Sometimes we're going to be ahead of schedule and sometimes we're going to be behind schedule. And right now, depending on the allocation or the basket of investments and choices that you've made, uh, you could be right on track or possibly slightly behind, but over the long term. If we look at history as a as you know a teacher, that things will work themselves out, 
and they always do because of innovation and just human uh, human desire to for improvement it's going to happen it just doesn't seem like it's going to happen quickly and it it's painful until it isn't and with last thing I'll talk about this of you know hey, making sure that we're controlling the things that we have control over is that we just really need to focus on what you can control let go of the rest I can tell your loved ones will thank you and so will your wallet. <laughs> so that's my, <laughs> my final tie this up in a bow, uh, my tirade, but that I wanted to start with this and say, Hey, let's, let's talk about quality of life. What can we control? Most of our clients are going out doing the things they want to do. Sure. They have some concerns, but they know. And one of my philosophies is we need to make sure that your future is bigger than your present and your past. We always want something to look forward to and having that positive attitude, not being Pollyannic, but being, have a positive slant to life and embrace the things that are truly important. That's what makes life richer and, and worth living. Great way to summarize it all, Scott, and also a good opportunity to uh, tease, I think, the next episode of Your Retirement Elevated we're going to be talking about seller's remorse. And I think, although this isn't a series uh, linked to today's episode, there's going to be some good connections between some of the things we talked about today and then actually drilling down to see what seller's remorse really looks like, how you can avoid experiencing seller's remorse in the market in your financial life. So that's going to be fun to talk about that on the next episode. So come back and join us for that one. In the meantime, if you have questions for Scott, it's very easy to reach out. You can go online to listen to scott.com. Just check the description of today's show and whatever app you're using to tune in and you're going to find uh, the ways that you can get in touch with him. And you can, of course, call 913-393-4724, tap into his 20 plus years of experience in the financial planning realm. And again, you can call 913-393-4724 or go to listen to scott.com to touch base, get more information and don't forget to subscribe or follow the podcast for free on your favorite app. Uh, Scott, we appreciate it. Thanks for the help, man, and uh, enjoyed this conversation. Got a good sense of what I can and can't control in the financial world on the show today. This is good. It sounds very zen-like. Yes, very zen-like. It was a great, great like episode. It. Glad to be on here. We, we, we need to change the uh, intro music of your show to like need zen a, music. You know? Can we end with a bong? Like, I, I think we can. Let's insert a nice bong sound to, to, to end the show here today. We'll, we'll, we'll put that in post-editing for you, Scott. Sounds great. Appreciate it, Walter. <laughs> Well, there you go. Enjoy the bong, folks, and uh, we'll talk to you again next time on Your Retirement Elevated. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor.